everybody hope you're doing well i'm doing great i'm i'm back we are back in action i got my internet back it only took a solid week a solid a solid seven days noon last sunday to noon this sunday is it last with the most recent sunday yesterday I'm recording this on august 17th right after the celtics beat the sixers Go NBA. NBA's back, and I can watch it on my TV because I use my parents' cable login to get into the ESPN app, and I need the internet to do that. So, boom. Things are looking up. Things are looking up. My sanity is restored. Things are going well. Things are going good for me. I'm just excited to have the internet back. Ugh. Guys, I don't know. Any more people to talk to? I've decided I'm going to start doing... Maybe. We'll see. Send me ideas if you like this. I'm going to start doing uh, maybe some little bonus episodes during the week. People are clamoring for them. People are like, Tim, 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 you're so good. I want to listen to you all the time. Can you please do more than one episode a week? And I say, (laughs) no, I don't have that in me. I can't. (laughs) I can't do it. This is hard. Talking. Not. It's not that. This isn't the hard. It's not bricklaying. All right. I'm not roofing in the summer. I am uh, talking into a microphone by myself, which is way, uh, way harder than a lot of podcasts. No offense to those podcasts, but <laughs> at least you have someone to talk to. I have you guys, but you're not exactly, uh, uh, you know, throwing these ideas right back at me. You know, it's not a conversation conversation. It's like a one way conversation, not trying to, you know, uh, insult you guys by saying that you're not in the room with me, but <laughs> I'm flying solo. So maybe I'm, I think I'm going to do some new content. Might talk to some friends, might just throw out a couple, a uh, little more, more traditional convos might do some dumb bit stuff. But uh, if that happens, it's going to happen on Thursday, not this Thursday, but maybe next Thursday, maybe next Thursday, you'll see a little, little something, something on the stream and feel free to, uh, to give it a download and a listen. It'll be a little different, but uh, hopefully still good. Uh, I had oatmeal. <laughs> I tried oatmeal. I, I feel like I know oatmeal. I have oatmeal. I've had oatmeal before, but what is every time I, I, I don't have it frequently enough. I have it so that every enough I have oatmeal <laughs> infrequently enough that I, I every time it's like the first time it's like, you know, it's like I'm, I'm learning a new a new thing. I can't think of anything else that I feel there's lo- like driving. You know, like I don't drive anymore because I'm in New York and that first like sometimes I'll rent a car. Or I go on a trip somewhere. You rent a car or I go home to visit the folks, borrow their car. And that first that first little stint behind the wheel is I'm white knuckling it around, white knuckling it to Publix. Driving around town, it's scary being behind the wheel. You know, it used to be a thing I took for granted. I used to do it all the time growing up and in college. Then I moved to New York, sold the car, sold the truck my sweet truck named Valerie and I sold her and uh, blew that money immediately in New York. And now I don't have a car. So uh, 
it, it, when I do drive, it's it's scary and intimidating because I don't do it that often. Kind of like eating oatmeal. It is <sighs> intimidating. It's intimidating. There's these little I bought a, I bought a, like a box. I bought a whole box of oatmeal, like just very confidently saying, yeah, I'll need I'll need to eat this 11 more times. I'll need, <laughs> I can't just they don't just sell little packets. You'd think they could just give you a packet like, you know, they have tiny boxes of I don't know where they actually sell tiny boxes of cereal but when you get a continental breakfast you get a cereal sometimes they've got a big like a like a thing of cereal kind of like you see coffee beans or at a at like a fancy grocery store you know where you push the button and it all comes out sometimes they've got cereal stored in containers like that and that's how you know it's like big fake cereal because they buy it in big bags from wherever they get it from the hotel food supply chain and then they dump it in those Tupperware things and then you eat that or sometimes you'll they'll they'll give you those little like a little box of tricks a little box of Captain Crunch and that's the real deal but it's a tiny little box I don't know where you get those tiny little boxes from you don't see them at the grocery store they don't have like a big cereal box aisle and then a tiny box cereal aisle the only times I've sold I've seen them is when there's like 12 of them like duct taped together or whatever, like clear the clear saran wrap that they use on CDs and to hold tiny boxes of cereal together. So you can't just buy one tiny box of cereal. You have to buy all the tiny boxes of cereal, which is what happens with oatmeal. You have to commit to eating 12, 12 servings or 12 little baggies of oatmeal. And it's a little baggie. I was I was out of cereal. I normally have a cliff bar every morning. I didn't have any cliff bars. I got to go buy some more Cliff Bars. So in a jam, I got this oatmeal. I'm like, you know what? Today's the day. I'm going to try some oatmeal. I reach into this box. It's a tiny little, it's a tea bag worth of oatmeal. It is a little baggie of old world grains or whatever oatmeals are. They, they're oat. What are oats? Are these the same oats that we're trying to wildly sow when we're young and virile? <laughs> is it oatmeal? Is that what we're talking about? You go sow your oats. Is it oatmeal? Or were people just growing oatmeal? Can he turn oats into anything else? I have I have no idea. But the idea that like pilgrims came to our country to uh, sow oatmeal bums me out because it is it's a little bit of a letdown. It's not like cereal. It's like a little bag of it's like a little little tea bag with with things. And I opened it up and I put it in the bowl. And then I remember this. This I had down is uh, I used milk instead of water. That's how I like to do it with my oatmeal. I remembered that much. Because they'll say, like, add water and, like, they'll tell you an amount of water. But, you know, when it comes to adding liquids to non-liquids, I always eyeball it. Okay? You got to eyeball it. You can't just be leaning over the counter with your with the with the thing, with the little cup or whatever under the under the faucet. And then you put it on the counter and then you, you press your head down sideways and see that little because it never lines up right and there's it's a little bubble anyway you know like that one thing i learned about in science class like where you fill a, a cup of water up to the top and it'll actually like there's a membrane on the top of the water and the, the water doesn't overflow it actually like kind of creates a little bubble dome on the top i'm getting off topic oatmeal i so i filled i put milk in there put it in the microwave minute and a half uh it it seemed okay. I put a paper towel across the top of the bowl because I don't want splatter. I don't want splatter and I want a paper towel over the top of the bowl. I need something more solid than that because every time I get back a disgusting paper towel and I don't want a disgusting paper towel. I just want no 
crap <laughs> on the inside of my microwave. I put a paper towel across the oatmeal bowl and it just immediately just withered under the heat. And then I just had a big old blob of paper towel in my oatmeal. It was a disaster. <laughs> I pulled out this paper towel. It's It's got half the oatmeal on it, which was already a measly, a meager portion of oatmeal. <laughs> Old timey orphans would be jealous of the quantity of oatmeal that I had. Would be I they would be I would be jealous. They would be they would be looking at me like, oh, man, you really got screwed on this oatmeal portion. And so then I have this oatmeal and it's solid and it's a solid. I like a thick oatmeal. I don't want a liquidy oatmeal. Some people just like want some watery mush. No, no, no. I want a solid. If this thing comes to life, I don't know why, but it just seems like the kind of food that if struck by lightning or if there's an electric malfunction when you're microwaving it, boom, oatmeal. It, it just seems like one of the first foods. If I'm listing foods in the kitchen that would come to life, oatmeal's near the top of the list. Milk isn't coming to life, for example. Bananas, not coming to life. Sandwich, yeah, sandwich could come to life. Oatmeal, Oatmeal could come to life. Oatmeal's on the list. But if it's so liquidy and watery, it comes to life and it's just going to sit there because it doesn't have enough, 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 like, like, what do you call it? Stability to cl- to crawl out of the bowl. Somebody would have to pour it out of the bowl. So I like a solid, sturdy oatmeal. And I got that. And I got four <laughs> incredible, sturdy oatmeal bites. And I was so upset. I was like, these were four delicious oatmeal bites and now it's over. And I was eating them while I was working. And I'm like, you know what? I'm totally going to need more oatmeal. And then I didn't. I didn't need more oatmeal. Those four bites of oatmeal, they really like held me over for the whole day. I get it. Maybe that's why you just need a little oatmeal. Maybe you don't need as much oatmeal. I know. I know oatmeal. Oatmeal sounds like the kind of treat you're going to want a lot of. But I'm telling you, just a little bit. Try just a little bit of oatmeal. And see how it goes. You can always go back for more. You might have to buy more boxes. There's so many. There's so much. <laughs> I'm okay. I want to talk about this other thing. I uh, I actually talked about it on my podcast last week when it was super fresh, but it, it I deleted it because it didn't sound right. It sounded like I was, you know, punching down, and I don't really want that to be the case. You know, but I thought it's it's kind of an interesting thing to talk about. I don't know how funny it is, but it's interesting because I think it's interesting. I think it's relatable. And I, and I think I learned something valuable from this. So I wanted to share. I bought a uh, homeless guy a sandwich last week and I felt like a real, real dick about it. <laughs> I don't know. I just felt I felt bad afterwards, which doesn't seem like I shouldn't feel I, it was a nice Whatever I go to, uh, I was at Popeyes. You know, I was treating myself a little Popeyes action. I've been eating better. I've been doing better, and now you know what? I've improved. When I go to Popeyes, I don't buy all the Popeyes. That's a little trick. It's like oatmeal. Have a little bit. Buy a little Popeyes, and then see, see if you want more, you can go back. Popeyes, because here's the thing: if you if I buy too much of a thing, like if I buy all the Popeyes, I'm getting like ten fucking pieces of Popeyes. That's what, you know, you eat the first one or two pieces or the Popeye sandwich and you're like, yes, I feel good, but I can't throw out all this other Popeyes. I can't put it in the fridge. It's like a breaded chicken. Breaded chicken doesn't do well 
in cold environments. I can't save this. It's now or never. And you're never can die attitude says dig deep tim go get it you can finish the job you've never quit anything in your life you're not gonna quit now and then you eat all the chicken and now you're worse and now you are you are a worse person you've gained more calories you feel bad and you feel you have that sense of accomplishment like yeah i did it but that's fleeting now you just feel gassy and bad so i'm gonna popeye's chicken sandwich i uh i i'm gonna buy a sandwich and I, there's this this homeless dude who's in the Popeyes and he's he's inside and he's asking everybody in line. Hey, man, can you give me some change? Uh, so I'm like, cool, dude, I'm going to buy this guy a sandwich. And I guess if I'm breaking it down, I wanted to do it for uh, three big reasons. Right. One to help this guy out. It seemed like he wanted a sandwich. He wanted money. He's in a place for food. Maybe he wants money to buy food. I know everyone's like, oh yeah, well don't give him money because he's going to do a bunch of drugs. And maybe he does. Maybe he will. I don't know. I don't know why I'm conditioned in my head to be like, oh my God, every homeless person is doing an insane amount of drugs. Like drugs is the only way you can be homeless. You know, (laughs) like I feel like nowadays we're all a bad week away from being homeless. So I don't know why I feel so judgmental against this guy. I can't give him 10 cents. God forbid he that's he's 10 cents away from a buttload of meth. I can't be the guy who gets him gets him all that meth. I'm going to get him food, food. I'm like always it's always a good idea. Get somebody food. I'm going to get this guy food. He looks like he needs it. I can help him out. I'm in the position to help him out. I got to do it too because he's in the Popeyes. Honestly, he's bothering everybody. I feel bad for the people. These are like employees who are behind the counter and they've got these weird screens up and they're all kind of young people. And it's like they don't they don't want to be here. There's COVID. People are like coming in and out all the time. These are the people on the front lines, you know, like in our supermarkets and our like restaurants. Like they're the ones who have to like put up with everybody and they see everybody. And and I don't know. They're just a bunch of young people and this guy's hanging out and he's being pretty chill. But I don't know. They still want him there all the time. Maybe if I get him something, he'll go away. And then number three, uh, probably I needed a win. (laughs) It was, it was, you know, we I was a day into no internet was feeling lost, confused. Uh, you know, COVID's getting to me, the economy, uh, just everything. I was like, I want, I want to look good. And this is, man, this is embarrassing to admit, but it's like, cool i'm gonna do a good thing i'm gonna feel good about myself you know what there's fucking people here and they're gonna see me do this good thing and they're gonna be like wow that guy that's a good guy that's the kind of guy i want to set my daughter up with that's the kind of guy i want to be friends with that's the kind of guy i want to hook up with you know that's just a good upstanding citizen you know and i and i'd hand him the food and then then some old lady in the corner would like politely look at me and she would nod and, and then an old man in the corner would give me a thumbs up. And then just the woman behind the counter starts like slow clapping. And then everyone in the in the Popeyes just stands up and stops what they're doing. And they start clapping as me and my new best friend, this homeless guy, just just head out together and have a have a have a emotional conversation where where I change his life. He changes mine and nothing's ever the same. So there's that. This was going to be. This was going to be great. One, two, three, him, them, me. This was a win, win, win. This was Michael Scott turning the poster into a t-shirt. So I, I, um, so I made, I made a mistake. I made the mistake of, uh, asking him 
what flavor he wanted because there's a sandwich. I'm getting a spicy sandwich. I was like, Tim, just get two spicy sandwiches. <laughs> but I, I had to ask him. I said, do you want, I'll get you a sandwich. What kind of a sandwich do you want? Regular or spicy? And he's like, I don't care. No, you know what? Regular. I want a regular sandwich. And I'm like, cool, man. That's sweet. I'll get you this regular sandwich. And then so I get up to the front at the counter and I say, hey, man, uh, hey, lady or a person or where I didn't say that. I, I just said hi to the person on the counter and I said I'd like a regular sandwich and a spicy sandwich. And this dude yells from the back, spice, uh, regular, regular, regular sandwich. And I'm like, yeah, dude, I got gotcha. you. And he yells that like two or three more times. And now, you know, number two, the the team, the, the Popeye's crew. Now I've just I've just made things awkward in the Popeye's. And, and this is my fault. This was my fault. I shouldn't have asked. You never you don't ask. You should just do the thing. But I asked because in my mind, if if someone got me a Popeye's chicken sandwich and it was regular, I would be insulted. Right. I want a spicy sandwich. Who's going to Popeye's and getting the regular chicken? Who are these cowards? You know what? Every once in a while, you have to decide you wake up in the morning. and You say, is life going to happen to me or am I going to happen to life? Am I going to seize this day or am I going to let it run me over? Am I going to take or am I getting took? I'm getting spicy chicken in Papa's today. So I said spicy chicken sandwich. He says regular. He yells that a few times. I'm like, dude, I got you, bro. And she and I look at the lady and I'm like two sandwiches. And then he's like, oh, yeah. And a small Coke, please. And I was like, oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> I know what your game is. You're like, you got me by the balls. You see me ordering this thing and now you're springing it on me. Oh, man, here's a Coke. And all of a sudden. I'm getting took. I was taking the day. I was eating my spicy chicken. And now it's like, oh, I was going to do this. I was going to get a sandwich. But now I'm also responsible for this. It's like a two dollar small Coke, whatever. I'm made of money. (laughs) That's not true. I it's a small Coke. Who cares? I said, yes, of course, I'll get a small Coke. But it still feels like I'm now me. Now I feel like I got taken advantage of, even though I'm just doing a nice I'm doing a nice thing. It's two more dollars, but I still I still feel uh, responsible. And and so then I, I got him the, the the sandwich and I got the soda and I gave it to him and he said, thanks, man. And then we went our separate ways. And I when I, I just felt, you know, I don't know if I made anyone in the Popeye's. I don't know if I helped their days at all. <laughs> you know, maybe now he'll he'll he knows that that works and he'll be back hanging in the Popeyes more. And maybe I let down the people who work there. I don't know. I didn't feel good because then he upcharged me with this sandwich. And then I don't I just selfishly it's like, but I was going to do this thing. Why do you want more from me? Why isn't my gift? Why isn't the gift I got you for Christmas good enough? You know? Like the dad who bought his kid a car and it's like, oh, but this isn't the new car I wanted. You bought a used car. And it's like, yeah, but I, I bought you a, a fucking car. And that's selfish. And I feel shitty about that. It just made then I felt shitty that I felt shitty about it. And I'm like, oh, what a fucking asshole I am. But uh, I don't know. I don't know if I did anything wrong. I think I think it went out OK. I, I think that anytime you help somebody out and I don't think feeding somebody who needs it is ever a bad thing. Uh, but just just what I might take away and what I would encourage everybody else to do, because I don't want to discourage anybody ever from like, you know, if you have the opportunity to give and you're in that situation, you should 100 percent do it. My advice, uh, just shut up and do it. Don't ask any questions. Don't ask for input. Don't uh, run it by anybody. Just like put your head down and do the goddamn nice thing. It sounds it sounds simple, but it's just you just you know, 
You buy an extra sandwich, you hand it to them. You get the regular, whatever. I mean, with anything, you don't need to, you don't need to ask for stuff. You don't need to ask to do something nice. Don't worry about it. Just do it. Just do the dang thing. It's a good thing. Why not? Our topic this week is superheroes. Yes. Yes. Superheroes. I love superheroes. It kind of goes hand in hand. It almost feels like a continuation of last week. Oh, my God. We talked movies. I had a little prompt last week. Best trailer for worst movie. And a lot of superhero movies came up because, honestly, there have been a lot of bad a lot of bad superhero movies. There really have been a lot of bad superhero movies. Um, and I'm going to get into that. Some of them, a lot of them were brought up last week. Uh, I'm going to get into them. Superheroes. I love superheroes. I uh, grew up reading comic books. I know, Tim, but you're such a cool guy. You're like the coolest, smartest, sexiest, most manly man uh, I've ever met. Um, and you read comic books in elementary school like a nerd? Yeah. And for my long- younger listeners, this stuff wasn't always cool. All right. People weren't lining up to see the Avengers. Okay. When I was growing up, nobody else knew who the Avengers fucking were. All right. I know it's hard to believe that at some point there was a, there was a, a time when no one knew who the fuck Iron Man was. All right. Nobody knew. And now it's the most successful now you gotta go see this movie. It's bigger than Avatar, which was just a rip off of Pocahontas. Probably a bad movie. Nobody nominated that one, but I'll, I'll throw it out there. Not great. James Cameron, you're making three more for a billion dollars total. Why? Who's gonna? Who was excited for the next Avatar movie? What are they gonna do next? Just blue green aliens doing Cinderella? What's the next step for Avatar? They've explored that world pretty well. You had three fucking hours, James Cameron, to do your do your thing. Are you going to recreate the Titanic, but with blue aliens? I don't know what what else you've already explored forest, alien gentrification and mining. So what what else is there to explore, James Cameron? Avengers is bigger than that now. But when I grew up, man, see, I got into superheroes really because uh, when my uh, great grandmother died, uh, my dad actually went in her at went in the attic and of her house and found all of his childhood comic books that he grew up reading back in the, I don't know, 1800s. And he had all of the he had the first ever X-Men comic book, if you can believe it. It was Terry. It was all people were like, oh, man, you should probably sell it. And it's like, I don't think people are going to want it. The cover, <laughs> the back cover is missing. And uh, my uncle, who at the time was an infant, uh, colored all over it. So I don't know how valuable this thing is, but it was cool. It's the first ever X-Men comic book. You had a bunch of the Avengers comics, some of the early Avengers comics, a lot of like Thor, some Spider-Man, other guys, just Captain Captain America, Iron Man, the X-Men, all these guys. Doctor Strange, you had one of the first Doctor Strange comic books. All these guys that I just, I, I loved, I ate it up. Part of it was, you know, just they're they're cool, man. Good uh, comics back in the day. Great. So there were some awesome stories in there, man. Another part of it is probably, you know, connecting with my dad in some way, you know, like this is what he read when he was a kid. This comic is missing a bite sized piece of this page because my flesh and blood <laughs> bit it and ate it. You know, my uncle colored in this. My dad read this, you know. 
And there's some nostalgia there. I grew up with these things. And then I went to school, wanted to talk to kids about the Avengers. And they were like, uh, Batman, dude. And it's like, fuck you, man. Batman's cool. But I'm not reading Batman comic books. I got these cool, weird Avengers. Got all these Marvel heroes. And now all of a sudden they're making these Marvel movies. Oh, my God. I was so excited about these Marvel movies. They made an Iron Man movie. And I was like, oh, my God. Yes, finally. In the first Avengers movie, I was like, oh, my God. This is this is my childhood. This is what I always thought about as a kid. This is what I read. This is like, you know, I think about my dad and I think about growing up and these are my heroes. You know, it's like if a Power Rangers movie didn't suck. Right. (laughs) It's just like this is these are cool. And I went from having nobody to talk to about them to everybody. Everybody in the world talks about these movies. So. You know, that's comic books. Comic books nowadays, they're tough. I've tried reading comic books again, again, out of nostalgia. Now they have these like Netflix things for comic books and you can just on your iPad, you can pay whatever, $8 a month, and then you can just read all the comic books you want. And it's cool and it's fun and it's neat to dive down memory lane and see the comics that I had as a kid and to finally read whatever the next comic was and figure out what happened to the clone of Captain America or where Thor's enemy came from. It's fun to read that stuff. But now if you buy comic books, you just can't you can't even buy comic books nowadays. It's all going to be online. That's the future of comic books. If you buy a comic book now or you buy a series and every month like X-Men is sent to you, then you start reading these X-Men comic books. And then the, then like you get you read like two in a row where there's this story arc and there's this villain. And how are they going to defeat him? Look in the next episode at the back of, at the back of the comic book. It'll say, see the conclusion in different comic book series (laughs) check us out in avengers or whatever it is or x-men gold team or the real x-men they've all got the same kind of name too it'll be x-men the uncanny x-men the real x-men the better x-men the west coast x-men they just have like 10 different x-men variations and if you want to follow one of those comic books you have to subscribe to all of these comic books it's a pyramid scheme i'm not sure what a pyramid scheme is but this sounds like one to me I am not going to throw any more money down that well. I'll tell you that. No more comic books, but the movies incredible. I love the movies. Let's see. Uh, I want to talk about some of these uh, DC movies first. Let's see. I. They're not great. (laughs) They're not great. You know what? Not DC first. Let's talk. Marvel's coming out with new movies and. Um. I like I like the Marvel movies a lot. They're all so good, man. I fucking love these Marvel movies. But now now that they've done the big like Avengers, they did the finale. They did the whole Thanos thing. It all culminated. They wrote off a bunch of the founding actors. What are they going to do next? I have no idea. Galactus, maybe any of my nerds out there. What other cosmic events could bring like 20 different movies all into one big payoff and have it actually be worth it? It was so cool. I loved Endgame. That big fight scene at the end, I think I turned to my buddy I was at the movie with and I was like, there's no way they're going to let us see this. I was so used to being disappointed by stuff when they all showed up to fight. I'm like, no way we're going to get to see this fight. And that was great. And then they followed it up with another Spider-Man movie. Fucking love Spider-Man. That was good. And now it's like, cool. Now we're starting over. The next movie we're going to do, Black Widow movie. Ugh. I don't need a black, I don't need a black widow movie. It looked cool. I saw the trailer. It looked neat. I'm going to see this movie and you know what? It's going to be good. It's going to be a great movie. I'm going to enjoy it, but just on uh, just first impression, they're like, what are we going to do to kick off 
to start off the next, the next leg in our Marvel journey. What's going to be the Iron Man for this future franchise? How about a Black Widow movie that's a prequel before she died? What about that? What about a, what about a Black Widow movie? Let's let's find the one Avenger that doesn't have superpowers and we'll make them we'll do a deep dive on her. If we can find an Avenger that doesn't have any superpowers and is dead, let's do that one. If we can do one that's a prequel so there's no stakes, that would be great. Let's dive into this one. I think I'm just over Black Widow. I'm just over Scarlett Johansson in general. Not to judge, but she's I think she's going to get she's engaged to Colin Jost who is just the most awful, the most awful human being on the planet. I was like, the guy, he does like weekend update for SNL and just, man, that dude, if anybody's begging for a punch in the throat, it's that guy. I don't know. I don't know what his life's like, but he just, he has the face of someone who needs to be humbled. That's all I, God damn it. I hate Colin Joe so much. I found that they were dating. And it's like, oh, I guess Scarlett Johansson isn't that hot or talented. That's what it felt like. Oh my god, that dude is a black hole vacuum of suck. I can't. <laughs> oh my god. Like if he was I don't know. If you were if you were falsely convicted of a crime and the cops chased you into the house and he was your roommate and the cop came to the door and was like, oh, have you seen Tim? Is he here? Colin would immediately turn you in. He would point to you and he would say, he's over there, officer. Take him away. And I'd be like, what, dude? You betrayed me? <laughs> e2, Brute? God, he's the fucking worst. If everyone stands up and starts saying, I'm Spartacus, isn't that from that movie where the guy's like, they're like give us Spartacus. And the guy stands up. He's like, I'm Spartacus. And then somebody else stands up. No, I'm Spartacus. No, I'm Spartacus. No, I'm Spartacus. And everyone's standing up saying, no, I'm Spartacus. Colin Joe stands up and goes, no, 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 no. That's Spartacus. That one is Spartacus. Okay, all these other guys, <laughs> they're just saying this thing. This is, this is, this is Spartacus over here. Writing out Spartacus, that Lucius Malfoy motherfucker writing out other students. It's like he's ratting out other students, you know, he like turns them in. There's that scene in Harry Potter where Malchus, where, where he, he turns in. No, not Lucius Malfoy. Who's the, who's the guy? Oh God, Malfoy. Oh, whatever. His name's Malfoy. And he turns in Harry Potter and the McGonagall's like, you have detention too. Colin Joseph's like, ah, me too. But I was the good little boy who turned them in. You Pete Buttigieg motherfucker. God damn it. I hate Colin Joseph. That Hitler youth. Boy, turning in his own parents to the Nazis. You son of a bitch, Colin Jost. How dare you? How dare you? Turning your parents in and your dad, your dad walks away with his head down. Your mother, he, she still loves you, but your dad knows who you fucking are. You, you piece of shit, Colin Jost. So, yeah, so I'm not excited about Black Widow. Uh, Scarlett Johansson, maybe we can, um, I don't know. We need more women. We need more female superheroes. I'm excited that there's another female lead superhero. I'm bummed at Scarlett Johansson. Why can't it be like Charlize Theron? Why, why? She's like the best actress ever. And she's jacked and she's kicking butt in that new movie on Netflix that I haven't watched yet, but I will because I love Charlize. She's incredible. Maybe, maybe too good an actress for Marvel movies. Maybe that she's just lacking that corniness. 
She's gonna. I'm gonna be watching Charlize in a movie and being like, "Holy fuck, is Wakanda really under attack? We got to get over there. Send the U.S. military in. We've got to protect them at all costs." I don't know. I just don't have the same affinity for Black Widow as I do for Captain America either. You know, like I didn't grow up reading Black Widow. Black Widow seems like a newer, a newer thing. Maybe I'm wrong, but. <sighs> I'll tell you what movie has grown on me from the DC universe. We'll switch over there. Batman vs. Superman. Everybody said it sucked. Batman vs. Superman is bad. And I'll tell you what, it's not good. But it did give us a little taste of Ben Affleck as Batman. And I thought that was pretty cool. You guys know how I love Michael Keaton and how he's one of my favorite. He's the best Bruce Wayne by far and a pretty cool Batman. Uh, Christopher Nolan portrayed an amazing Batman in all those movies. That guy was very cool. But Ben Affleck was this like tough, thick brawler and he's punching people and he's older and he's kicking butt and Alfred's like younger and like kind of like like more kick at like he could kick ass himself and it was just a super awesome world that they built with Batman they surrounded it with shit but Batman was so good in that and we were supposed to get a Ben Affleck solo movie which I, in my mind was just going to be the town but with Batman and I'm devastated that we don't get that it would have been so cool instead we get Robert the vampire Patterson uh to, to be he's gonna be the next Batman why I don't know isn't it gonna be hard to fight crime at night when your skin's sparkling all the time Robert <laughs> we're finally gonna get a, a masturbation scene with Batman Robert <laughs> Robert Patterson is jerked off in the last like 10 movies he's been in on screen <laughs> finally we'll get to see the gritty side the real gritty side of Batman which is him jerking off after an unsatisfactory night out fighting crime then they followed that up with the Justice League movie. We got Batman again. It was cool, but there were even more duds around him. So it just really was just a huge bummer. The Justice League movie. But apparently, and this is the only reason I have HBO Go, is they're apparently going to be releasing the, the famous Snyder Cut. The Snyder Cut of the Justice League on HBO Go, which is crazy and exciting. If you don't know... Uh, Zack Snyder was the original director for the Justice League, and he's done all this dark, gritty stuff. Honestly, we've given him enough chances with all these movies. <laughs> he just makes them kind of sad and boring. Pretty sure he did Superman, too, which is also pretty boring. And uh, he directed this Justice League movie, and just people really wanted to see this. Um, but then for personal reasons, he had to leave the movie kind of last minute. And all the reshoots and things were finished by Josh Whedon, who's done the Avengers and famously uh, the Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So <laughs> Justice League has these moments of being very, very serious. And then just like Batman uh, chilling with his shirt off, uh, trying to make jokes with the Flash. Uh, and I got to tell you, Josh or Joss, Josh, Joss Whedon. I don't think there's an H in there. You really hung Ben Affleck out to dry there, too, because, you know, it's really hard getting jacked for these movies, right? Ben Affleck, he's on that crazy diet. He gets shirtless in a scene. Now he's got abs. And then you just call him in for reshoots. Henry Cavill grew a mustache, right? And you have to CGI a mustache out of this stuff in the reshoots because he had to grow a mustache for his next movie. Ben Affleck's doing a scene that was definitely supposed to be shirtless, and he's wearing, like, an Under Armour shirt because he got caught off guard. He started eating carbs again and you can't you can't just spring an ab scene on somebody like that joss you kidding me wonder woman bad movie i'll say it terrible movie wonder woman <laughs> i don't know why i get it i wish it was better i i understand that it's like a, a it's a fem it's like a, a a female icon in in wonder woman i think it had like a female writer a female director then why 
does her dorky dude, non-superpowered love interest have more lines than her in the movie? Answer me that. What What is it about Wonder Woman that she can't fucking speak? She can't talk at all? So now you have Chris Pine talking, saying all of the words in this thing. I don't, I don't find that empowering. I want a female lead who fucking carries a movie and says it. And to say that Gal Gadot can't is foolishness. Let Wonder Woman do her thing, man. She doesn't need this man to carry the plot for her. We don't need fucking Chris Pine in there. Take a backseat, Chris. You're depowered, regular human ass. <laughs> Sit down there. Also, Wonder Woman fucks in that movie. Why is Wonder Woman having sex? Name the other movies that have superheroes in it that have a sex scene in it. I'll wait. There aren't a lot. And no, I'm not being like, oh, yeah, uh, you know, it's it's like, I don't know why. I'm not, I'm not trying to sound demeaning for that. Right? Wonder Woman can have sex. I'm not a prude. But sex in a movie is done with intention, right? Because we're seeing it. It's not just something that happens in their life. Like sex, everybody has sex. <laughs> spoiler, spoiler alert to life. Hates ruin the party. Every single person has sex. Wonder Woman, of course, she's going to have sex at some point. But the fact that they show it on screen means that it means something. The, the artist wanted us to know that Wonder Woman had sex. Why? Superman I think it's Superman 2. Superman has sex. It's like a plot in the movie. We need to know that because he's that's one of the reasons why he's giving up his superhuman powers. If you haven't seen that movie, it's real weird. I think Superman gives up his superman powers, becomes a regular normal dude so that he can have a relationship and a love life with the human Lois Lane. And ultimately, he realizes that he has to be Superman because the world needs Superman more than he needs to be human. That's powerful. That's why we know he had sex. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton fucks in Batman 1. Maybe in the other ones. I think he does. I think he did a lot. But we need to know. I mean, but what do we know from that? We see his relationship with Vicky Vale. We see him hanging up upside down in the middle of the night. It reveals how, like, how, how sad he is. He's a tragic character. And now we know more about this. The sex actually informed the character. What do we know about Wonder Woman because she had sex? I don't know. I didn't get anything from it. <laughs> Except she's down to bone Chris Pine. And I think they even said something about her, uh, all the women on Themyscira hooking up. So there. I don't know what that does. I don't know what story that progresses. I don't know who that serves other than all the dudes who want to who think Gal Gadot's hot and want to see Wonder Woman fuck. I, I think it's stupid. I don't know why people love that movie. Captain Marvel was better. Birds of Prey was better. If we're talking about a female lead, Margot Robbie, great. She's awesome. Birds of Prey, pretty good. Not a great movie, but pretty good. Better than Wonder Woman. It was more fun. Margot Robbie is so fun. Ewan McGregor kicking butt. Can't we just have a good movie, though? Does it have to everything be setting something up? It's called Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. Why aren't there just Birds of Prey the whole time? Why don't we? The Birds of Prey is a group, right? It's a super it's like a crime. It's a gang. It's Harley Quinn's friends. Why do they only show up at the end? Literally at the beginning of this movie, she's in a roller derby club and she and then she leaves them because they hate her uh, for whatever reason. She's weird. Why can't the roller derby club just be all these people in in the birds of prey? And then she gets into a, like a gang thing and then she goes to a roller derby team. And she's like, I accidentally started a feud with the mob. And they're all like, well, that's cool because I'm actually an old mafia hitman. Oh, that's actually cool because I'm a disgruntled cop. And then they're just friends and then they can just be together the whole movie. I don't think we need to see everybody meet. You can you can meet people after the fact. 
you know, on Friends, they just were all friends already, right? They met Rachel and then they were all friends and we we took that, we understood what that was. We don't need a meet cute for every goddamn superhero origin movie. Marvel just does it better. Marvel does it better. Uh, I'm going to save that. If we're, if we're ripping into new shit, because DC, DC's movies are bad. Marvel's movies are better. But the lack of diversity in these movies is pretty crazy. Right now they're trying to make um, they wanted an Asian superhero. So they go with Shang-Chi, the master of Kung Fu, who is like, no, but like this is not a, a, a guy. <laughs> this is like a fake. This is like an old. It's just I'm just bummed that this is like the best Asian superhero that Marvel has. They, he's he's like not I've never heard of him before until they decide to make this movie. I'd never heard of the Guardians of the Galaxy either, to be fair. They're going to turn this guy into a superstar and we're going to care about him. And this movie is going to be great. I'm excited about it. I'm looking forward to it. But it's just sad that there's no there's no diversity in any of this stuff. I don't understand why these guys have to be white. <laughs> why do they? Iron Man didn't need to be white. Robert Downey Jr. Great. I'm not criticizing that. We couldn't. Hawkeye couldn't be Asian. I don't know. What? Who? None of this makes makes sense. <laughs> who's going to who's going to be upset if Hawkeye is Asian? Or I, I don't know. You can just you can just make a character not be a white person. You can do that. You can just cast whoever. And, and it's fine. I don't think people will riot. I mean, Thor, he had a black friend and an Asian friend. And that doesn't even make any sense because he's a Norse god. Like, when was the last time you saw? Have there ever been a black Viking? I actually have no idea. But I just feel like Norway just seem just sounds white to me. It sounds white and boring to me. Whatever, just make just make new characters. It's a bummer that now Marvel is in a place where they've shown they've they've done so many superheroes. I'm waiting for the superhero that we've never heard of before, never existed in the comic books. But all of a sudden it shows up in a movie and you're like, whoa, this new character that I've never heard of before. That's going to happen now. They're kind of doing that with the Eternals, I guess. Nobody knows who they are. They did it kind of with Guardians of the Galaxy. Like nobody really knew who Guardians of the Galaxy was. But some one of these days we are just going to plop down. A brand new guy with a brand new origin that none of us have heard before and get us all to care about him. They made every they made people care about Ant-Man. <laughs> Ant-Man. Ant-Man sucks. I mean, but then also Paul, Paul Rudd's great. The movies are awesome. But the character's lame. And there's two generations of Ant-Man. There's two Ant-Mans and we care about him. There's Michael Douglas. There's Paul Rudd. I don't know. Am I losing everybody with this episode? I feel like I'm getting real... <laughs> into the weeds okay let's get a little more generic here we're gonna wrap this up with tim keck's top five here we go baby tim keck's top five what else it's superhero week tim keck's top five superheroes these are my favorite superheroes these are the best ones number five flash i like the flash he's rad he's usually a funny guy he cracks some jokes he runs around i like the tv show it's corny as fuck but it's it's fun I like I like dudes who just make jokes while they're kicking butt. And there's another one coming up on this list. The Flash, his powers are insane. That's that's the problem with the Flash. He, you can't accurately portray him in things because he's too he's fat. He's the fastest man alive. He moves so fast that bullets just stop moving in the air around him. You could throw something at him and he can move so fast that it just hangs in the air. He's stuff so fast. He's so fast that time stands still when he moves. <clears throat> you're telling me he if he's there fighting Thanos or even if, if you know, tell me he can't just go up and in, in super speed like 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 
put a knife in Thanos' neck super fast, there's there'd be no crime. There's no movie. There's no drama. There's no stakes in in the Flash existing. I mean, it I'm, it doesn't make any sense that he's a superhero. Where's the drama? He's so fast. There should be no problems that the Flash can't solve. On on the other hand, like that superpower, it's the best. It's like the best superpower. If you have to pick one superpower to just have super speed. Awesome. You just go from here to there. Boom. I'm in Florida. Boom. I'm on the other side of the world. I can run on water. Boom. I'm I did all my laundry super fast. This is great. I love it. It, That'd be that'd be awesome. What's not to love about it? Quicksilver is like the Marvel version of the Flash. DC is Flash. And here actually highlights a major difference between DC and Marvel, which I know you guys were begging for me to get into. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, DC makes all of their guys so super powered. It's not fun. Superman is like the most iconic one, right? And he's indestructible. He's a perfect guy except for a green rock that some people can find sometimes. Otherwise, he's just he's just perfect. He's he's too good at everything. There's a fire ice breath. Laser eyes, heat vision, I could fly, I'm indestructible. If you've read the old Superman comic books, it was ridiculous. It was like, oh, Superman, oh man, Superman, oh, oh, we need a signature on this. He's like, cool, I'll use my super ability to forge signatures on this. It was crazy. It was like Batman's utility belt. And now all of a sudden we've got like shark repellents or whatever. I... So all these guys in, on DC are just grossly overpowered. The Flash, fastest man alive. Quicksilver is the speedster that Marvel created as the answer to the Flash, and he is, admittedly, way slower than the Flash. He's just like a normal dude. The Flash taps into this thing called the Speed Force. His powers are, like, magical, and Quicksilver is just, like, a really fast dude. And they had him in one of the Avengers movies, and immediately they killed him off. You know why? Because he's too fast still. He's slower than the Flash, and he's too fast. Because he would solve all of the Avengers problems. And if, and if you're if you're that fast, we don't need you around because you're not going to be fun to watch on TV. The Flash, they're keeping him around. I don't know. In Justice League, I don't even know what he did. He ran around. He saved people. He could have solved everything. He's that fast. But he's a cool superhero and he's just bad for movies. Number four, Batman. Batman's great. I fucking love Batman. He's the only DC superhero that isn't super powered. Like crazy unrealistically indestructible superpowered and that's what makes him so good he's actually he exists in a world where there's gods and titans and he's just a guy he's not even captain america captain america is like like super strong like peak human batman's like just a fucking regular human guy and he's just smart and he's ballsy and he's the best peak human being that a person can be he's a rich guy he's like iron man kind of he just he's just uses all this technology and he's and he's the kind of guy in the DC universe where you're like I could be Batman if I not really <laughs> obviously not really because he's he's too bad Iron Man is more mappable right all of us are like man if I had a cool suit I could fly around and shoot stuff and Batman it's like you still got to be a fucking man but you could maybe one day you'll get up to a thousand push-ups just falling straight towards the floor and then you'll be jacked and then you start fighting crime and you're the Batman and it's awesome he's got the best villains because they're all like normal people. They're not like super monsters. They're like just demented, fucked up dudes. The Joker, Two-Face, the Penguin. Ugh, they're all scary and creepy. And Batman's the best. Number three, I'm cheating a little bit here. The X-Men. I love the X-Men. You're not going to find the Avengers on this list. Sorry. Spoiler alert. The X-Men. The X-Men are fucking great, man. 
And it's like the Marvel DC thing all over again. The X-Men and the Avengers. The X-Men are <laughs> individually way shittier than the Avengers are. Like any one Avenger could kick the ass of any one X-Men. Like the first X-Men was like Cyclops who shoots lasers from his eyes. That's just one of Superman's powers. You know what I'm saying? Iron Man can shoot lasers out of his hands. Already, we've made this one Cyclops dude like pointless. There's no point. Wolverine, the most popular X-Men ever. He can heal and he has claws and he would get his ass whooped by by Thor or by the Green Lantern, per se, or anybody else. Like these X-Men are not strong. They're not super powerful. They have they can some of them can Nightcrawler can teleport, but he can only teleport so far. And sometimes he can teleport inside of stuff and get stuck in a wall or some shit. He needs to see where he's going. Like these guys all have massive weaknesses to complement their strengths. And that contrast makes them inherently interesting and makes them better characters. And the X-Men in a way that the Avengers just aren't because the Avengers individually are too strong. The X-Men need each other. And part of the fun of the mission was figuring out how their combination of powers and talents and skills and how their relationships would actually make a difference. There's no Cyclops comic book. There's the X-Men and the sum is greater than their parts. And that's what makes them number three. Number two, Thor. I love Thor, man. He's cool as fuck. Chris Hemsworth, keep doing you, boss. Go into space, be the Asgardians of the galaxy with the Guardians of the galaxy. I can't wait, man. I'm glad you're not dead or old or sad or, or left the movie, the Marvel movies. I'm glad there's more Thor. Ragnarok was fun. Feels like you're just hitting your stride. The first Thor movie, okay. I, I liked it. Dark World, maybe the worst Marvel movie of all time. Ragnarok, awesome. You crushed it. Avengers, you can see the evolution of Thor from like kind of a boring dude with white hair into just a cool bro. And I like cool bro Thor. A little different from the comic books, but I've always loved mythology. I always thought mythology was cool. And now we've got uh, and back in the day, Thor had this whole thing where like he had to hold his hammer at all times. And if it ever left his grass, he turned grass, he turned into a normal mortal human being. That was cool. They should bring that back. Number one on Tim Keck's top five Spider-Man. Of course, of course, Spider-Man is awesome. He's strong. But he's not too strong. He's got superpowers. He can swing around the world, but he needs tall things in order to keep it going. He's New York City specific, which is very fun. And Tom Holland is crushing it. Maybe the best Spider-Man. I know that's edgy to say. People all love Tobey Maguire. He was a bit of a dork. But there's something fun about Tom Holland being a kid. Being a kid in high school. Having real problems. That's the fun thing about Spider-Man. And it's at the end of the day, he's just a normal fucking dude who's getting his ass handed to him all the time. And then at night, he goes out and he kips, kicks ass. <laughs> he sticks all, all day getting his ass handed to him. And then he goes out at night and he hands ass out. Is that a thing? Tim Keck's top five favorite superheroes. Number five, The Flash. Number four, Batman. Number three, The X-Men. Number two, Thor. Number one, Spider-Man. And that is our show for this week. Next week's topic is going to be technology. That's good, right? Iron Man used technology. Spider-Man used technology. That's pretty rad. Thank you guys for listening. Tune in next week. Call the show. Email the show. Let me know. And the King stays King. Bye.